This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? With Karen and Chris. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? <laughs> this is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kilgariff. Before we started recording, Karen uh, gave us an assignment, which <laughs> was you, it was your idea, you state the assignment. We all reveal one embarrassing, and we all, meaning me and Chris, Annalise does not have to be pulled into this, but we all reveal, we too reveal an embarrassing fact about ourselves. Fact. Factoid. An embarrassing fact about myself, because I've had embarrassing things happen recently. I'm just sorting through it. Oh, I it's, can help you. It's hard to come up. Will you come up with my embarrassing fact? Yep. Okay, let me have it. You vape. Oh, I ha I mean, <laughs> that was... Do you not want to do that? I'm confident. No, oh. everyone needs to know I have an addictive personality, <laughs> and they also are proud of me for not drinking, and I've replaced it with mango slices. Sure, I brag about that one. Yeah. But I've been vaping. Okay. Tobacco-flavored vape. You don't even do mango slice flavored? No, no. I figure, uh, you know, I don't want to add sweet tooth to the mix. <laughs> So I was, when you just admitted this, because I was actually shitting on vaping, and then you pulled one out of your pocket, yeah. embarrassedly, and so I was, my follow-up question was, what's the, like, what do you believe the benefit to be? The well, health benefits? Well, or just the <laughs> reason you're doing it. Um, I, I don't know why I chose timing-wise when I know the most about how bad it is for you. It turns your lungs into popcorn, as, yes. far, as, I, as far as I know. Yep. As far as, as far as I fall, I will have no lung capacity when I land. Yep. I am, you can't yeah. go, ah, oh, loud enough as you go. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> I won't have enough lung capacity to let people know I've fallen and cannot get up. Oh. The worst. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I've noticed that I still have decent lung capacity. This isn't an advertisement for it. I'm just saying, okay, I'm just embarrassed. <laughs> I can't even defend it. No, you can't. Well, but lots of people, as my therapist said long ago, and I'm sure I've said on this podcast, everybody needs a little bit of oblivion. So, especially these days. So... If you are not drinking, you're going to need a little something-something that gives you the old of, hey, I get to do what I want. Fuck you, it, whoever, person. Yeah, the man. Yeah. I, 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 uh, it's my anti-establishment punk rock thing that I've been doing. I really, that's not even the reason. I think you're right. It's just I'm used to having a little reward system. Yep. And now this is it for now. It yeah. is temporary. Uh, I know how dangerous it is because it's so easy to just, you definitely get more nicotine than from just smoking. Sure. For sure. Well, it's way better than smoking. And look, no judgments because I have smoked on and off for a long time. In the 90s, that was the coolest thing. Remember when camels came out with wides, camel wides? Oh, yeah. Those big fat fucking... I was like, great. More of the same, please. Yeah. When I moved to Texas, it was like filters. And so <laughs> I started smoking uh, filterless Turkish blend, Oof. I think it was called. Ouch. Yeah. 
just really getting after it, making up for all that lost healthy time. All that lost healthy time that you weren't French. Yes. And I uh, started smoking, immediately started kissing people three times on the cheek upon entering a party. <laughs> and hating Americans, which is yeah. like, what? You and, can't do that. Yeah. And saying things like, I need to get back into swing dancing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, uh, have any desire. I don't think vaping would lead back to smoking again. That's the one thing I can say about it that most people would probably agree. Right. Vaping is the step toward stop being addicted to, to nicotine. Yeah. Even though it's more addictive than all the things I've probably ever done. Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, there was a time a couple years ago where I was dipping into the cigs again. Yeah. Like, oh, I used to smoke just like any, oh, let me do my old tricks. You know, yes. I flick it in the air, it lands <laughs> in my mouth, people clap. I want little rewards. You're a lot like a seal in that way. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> I really am. But um, There's just we... abalone shell on my chest. <laughs> That's an otter. We all know. We all know. <laughs> but maybe there's a thing that can be your next step. My only thing is I've heard so many bad things about the chemicals that are in vapes that like, like scientists are like scared because kids are doing it. And it's like, this is so bad for you. Yeah. So what would be a good replacement hookah pipe smoking? Um, no, because then you got to go into those hookah pipe specific establishments. Yeah, but... It's a great way to meet new people. I suppose you're right. There's I, a, a couple in Glendale that I've seen. You know, I think you're right. I got to start frequenting these hookah bars. <laughs> I feel like in the time of COVID, a hookah bar is a terrible idea. Where it's like, here, I'll pick up this thing everyone's been putting their mouth on. Oh, yeah, on. it's communal. Yeah. Everyone just gathers and puts their lips on the on the same bagpipe mouthpiece. <laughs> Ooh, what if you instead of inhaling blew out and you could play a I'll tell pipe. you what happens. The oh. little charcoal piece blows out <laughs> and the staff yells at you. <laughs> uh, I did that at a place called the Rainforest Cafe. What? Yeah, I pretended I was, uh, you know, in a Scottish funeral and I blew <laughs> into the tube and, and and sure enough it shot the hot embers out and isn't the rainforest cafe where the mechanical gorillas and monkeys sing to you that's the more popular one somehow without a lawsuit there was an independent rainforest cafe right by uh meltdown comics oh shit really that that little you know the little alleyway you would go to search for parking even though there was never parking back there yes that there was a little building right there oh that was the rainforest cafe and sometimes after a show We'd all go there and I would drink and somehow get home. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah. you know what? I, I'm hearing you that that of all those things, this this is slightly better. Yes. It's definitely, I was going to say safer. That's actually not true. Right. No. Uh, it, it, it does not. Uh, inhibit my ability to operate a motor vehicle. I mean, in that case, this podcast is more dangerous. Mm. Well, I'm operating it. I know. I don't know why I always say we. (laughs) Here's what you don't know about as we podcast. Karen steers, but I have my left hand down there operating the pedals. This is a joint effort. And Annalise actually records from the break. Yeah, yeah. So So I have to watch for... Are you okay down there? Hey, be careful. (laughs) I'm just hunched over. And yet the riffing prevails. Oh, yes. I mean. I mean. I mean. What we're... This right now is a good example. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. (laughs) That was a riff goldmine right there. (laughs) We need to mark that. Mark it with a star. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I need to counterbalance basically me confronting you about vaping to do my own embarrassing things so that you don't feel bad and alone. Okay. I'm, I'm just cause our personalities are slightly different. I'm will not choose yours for you. <laughs> you know, I guess that's very smart of you. Yes. Very smart. Yes. Uh, that reminds, <laughs> that reminds me of the hilarious story you told me where, Mike Gibbons, you saw Mike Gibbons and he was like, oh, the last time I saw Karen and he talked about this job we were on together and it was something that he felt bad about. And you go, 
I know she didn't care because I've never heard of it. (laughs) You told me that and it made me laugh so hard because it really, it's like, yep. Yep. If you know me, you know everything I'm pissed off about. Well, his reaction to me saying that let me know how well he knew you as well. (laughs) Because he was like, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that guy. He's, um, there's very little he could do to get off my good list, that Mike Gibbons. But uh, I guess I will say this. Mm. Well, I've also smoked for, so truly... Smoking isn't... I'm not judging smoking. I'm worried about vaping for every person that does it. Right. So it's not that. It's not like you should be a certain way. I guess I'm embarrassed because I am genuinely addicted to TikTok, including buying whatever anybody tells me to buy off TikTok. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a new uh, layer of the old onion. Yes. And I, I now get robocalls. What? From, from all over the nation because they sell your data. You know what I mean? Like you basically do like a one button pay thing. Okay. You buy from somebody, they now have your data and most companies are just like, okay, buy and then like, there See, goes your data. That's funny. I always say I don't care that, the, yeah, go ahead, have my data. I haven't done any federal crimes, right. but I'm realizing that is why I get seven, eight calls a day. Yeah, probably. It's it's not for signing up to that adult website in '98. Right. Oh, they don't have window cleaners. Interesting. Oh, yeah, I've noticed they're often not there. They're the squeegees. They're just like oh, because they know Teslas are going to come in and be assholes and leave. Well, the funny thing is, I've gone in and said, "Hey, where are your squeegees?" And they just always say they just get stolen. Oh, right. That makes sense. Because if you have a squeegee and a extra saliva, you have yourself a day's <laughs> a business for a day. You and don't people need, need business right now. Yeah. So it's hard to be mad about it. But if you really ask nicely, they have extra squeegees in the store. Oh, okay. Uh, but, let's yeah. see what let's see what this guy has has to tell us. We've got two in a row here. And we can put what I just said to the test. I can if they don't have them up here at this at this uh, gas station. I almost called it a car restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you can't think of the word of a thing and yep. you come up with an almost better one. Cause you're looking at a picture in your brain. So yeah. you're just trying to say, here's what the picture looks like. And it is just a car with oh. eyes and teeth. Squeegee. Yay. Did you know the Chevron cars from the original commercial are what created the cartoon cars? No. With Larry, the cable truck and all that. <laughs> Yeah. That's a Chevron commercial turned into a franchise. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna. They did great. Uh, pause for a moment. Yep. Wow, that's so much better. Thank God. Amazing job. Really good. Look how much better that looks. I mean. I really did a better job on your side. I mean, I know that we didn't need to do my side also, but there's no. something about... It being even? I could, do, I could really do without those streaks I've left. Oh, here, we'll, we'll do this. Oh. oh. <laughs> I just <laughs> fucked up it's your okay. whole thing. No, it's we just did. some leaves. As it's drying, I feel like this is one of my better squeegee jobs. And Yeah. Let's keep in mind a lot of those speckled those dots. That's tree sap. Oh yeah, you, they, and it's been on there for a while. I've just been pretending I don't care. I put enough elbow grease into it uh, to where I do believe I'll be sore. <laughs> yeah, we could tell. Yeah, I put my back into it. <laughs> yeah, you did. I appreciate it. Yeah, it made like, a difference. Missy Elliott. Yeah, you uh, can do it. Put your back into it. Am I right? Is that Missy? Um, I don't, I couldn't say for sure. I can't say for sure. That's why I'm going to wrap it. (laughs) No, we've made that mistake more than once. Many, many times we've made that mistake. Yeah. You know what I've learned since uh, we first started podcasting? What's up? And when someone's being a character, I needn't make eye contact. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say, hey, nice hair, hat off, hat back on, hair flip, buddy. With my eyes, but I didn't. On the street. I thought you meant from, like, when James Adomian was doing Jesse Ventura. 
<laughs> get on in here. Be a character with us. Don't look at him. Don't look directly at him. People have actually said, uh, when I talk to them after my shows and talk to our fans, which is always a nice experience. Yeah. Surprisingly, 99% of the time. Yes. All yeah. The, they're I mean, great people. Yeah. But a lot of people say, do you ever think about just picking up a person? And what? I, yeah, what I just kind mean? of, just a stranger. Oh, on on God. days where we, I think most people love it when we don't have guests. I mean, this is already one of our better episodes. <laughs> uh, but like just grabbing her and being right. like, "Get in here!" Yeah, I'm like you when you say that. You're thinking about your town. You live in Fort Collins. Yeah, and it, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. It but. would be. Here's the thing that I like about it because what they're saying is like, man on the street can be fun and interesting. Sure, it is. Um, but as a person who's produced a lot of human interest on television, I'm here to say they're wrong about that. Yeah. I think a lot of the man on the street stuff they've seen, like if, if it's on TikTok or if it's on a talk show or whatever, it's highly fucking produced. Yeah. They recorded like eight versions and this is the one that actually worked. Yeah. You would think, uh, when I worked for Fuel and we just went to Venice Beach without any kind of permit, and yeah. if anyone stopped us, we'd say it was for school. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. Uh, and then they'd look down on us and we'd finish the day. But I, there were so many times <laughs> I, I just picked the wrong person yes. on the wrong day. Yep. And I thought, I wonder if my bills will be covered if this turns into a violent situation. But it never happened. Or also, and I've said this um, a lot, because we've all been raised on television and everybody knows how to be on television now where there was a time in our history where people, that was not what anybody did. And it was very odd. So they didn't know how to talk to a camera. They didn't know the sounds to make. Right. So you could actually get good man on the street stuff because people would be authentic. Right. No one is authentic anymore because everyone's watched American Idol and da-da-da, and they know they don't want to be this person, and they do kind of want to be this person. So the idea of getting a genuinely entertaining, authentic person is so difficult. And right. my thing was always, my rule when we would pre-produce audiences was no redheaded ladies. Because the redheaded lady already wants to be the one. And I don't mean natural redheads. I mean, like, like uh, people see a, a like, dyed red-haired lady and go, she's fun. Let's talk to her. Incorrect. That lady wants you to talk to her. Therefore, you're not going to get what you're looking for. Right. That, otherwise, she would never, uh, hey, talk to me, color done. Right. It's just a that I could be like, now, as a dyed redhead, please don't start crying or be enraged. Right. Because I'm simply talking about my experience in television but producing. as that dyed redhead, aren't you a little excited that we're talking about you right now? <laughs> Jean with two N's and an E at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we say Jeannie? Sorry, redheads. Uh, they, I love it when you call me Jeannie. <laughs> but I'm just saying that the best times you remember, like, oh, let's talk to this person and they're going to be normal but also interesting... Those people don't want to be on camera. Right. So you have to find them and make them be on camera. That's how you get the good version. Yeah, because everyone's little pocket computer is now a production studio, essentially. Yes. They also are savvy enough to know, like the time I worked for uh, Taxi Magic and drove around in a taxi and <laughs> said, hey, we'll give you your ride for free if I can ask you these trivia questions. Almost everyone said, no, thank you. I just want to ride to the airport. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I will want too. Yep. And so the, the people in the production and the actual people that work for Taxi Magic, uh, they were not even around anymore, so I think it's okay I talk about it. Probably. Uh, we had to get their friends to show up. And just and those were normal people. They were like, all right, I'm doing my friend a favor. And we right. got great guests that way. Yeah. They uh, have to be a little on the inside in Los Angeles because yes. you were in Los Angeles, right? Yes. That's the thing. People move here, they get into the business for a while, and oftentimes most people get out of the business but stay in the area. So when they watch some, when they watch the kids from the school walk up with the camera, they've done it already. They don't want, they, they're not, in, they're not 
they don't think it's great. They're not excited. You're interfering with their day. Right. And you're probably the fourth person to have done it. Right. Because it happens a lot down Yeah, there. yeah. You should have asked me this 15 years ago when I was trying to make it big. Now yeah. leave me alone. I'm a union truck driver. Although I will say this. Our friend, Andrew Michon, and his friend, whose name right. you might know, but I can't remember... They have a podcast called Podcast But Outside. Which is doing great. It's a great podcast. It's a fucking hilarious idea that is so work intensive that I'm like, that's even a worse podcast than this one, where they sit at a table in chairs with a sign that says Podcast But Outside and talk to whoever comes up. Right. And I watch that thing with so much anxiety and so much old memories of horrible man on the street experiences and how many people you have to talk to to get anything usable in like a two or three minute package. It's like exhausting. But those guys have very much that like millennial Gen Z, hey man, skateboard energy where they they are very good at whatever they get, they use. Yeah, and they're also disarming. They're just nice. And I've seen them talk to dangerous people potentially yes. that are, they just have a way of talking to them. Yeah. And being real with them. And I even, or... They've been swung at 15 times, and that just doesn't <laughs> make the doesn't edit. doesn't make the cut. Hi, can I get a tall, one-pump hot mocha and a bottle of water? I'll have a uh, grande coffee with almond milk. And a grande coffee with almond milk, Annalise? That's going to be all. Thank you. You ordered me a coffee. I said coffee. Oh. I don't know why. I don't know why I said cafe. Can I have a cafe? <laughs> Can I have a cafe for my friend Jack A? <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine if we booked Jack A on this podcast? Uh, hey, <gasps> it's what I know from reading The Secret repeatedly. If you conjure it <laughs> or if you visual, oh, I can't even remember the words anymore. We need some cash. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Thank you. You do what I do where even though it's one dollar, you fold it. It was two dollars. Oh, it was? It was. See, it works both ways because <laughs> it looked like one folded dollar. And right? now she's going to be like, oh, my God, that was two. She's going to be like, yay. Uh, okay. I don't mean to be depressing on this comedy podcast. No, I was just going to talk about <laughs> local events. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm just tra we're driving by so many buildings that were businesses that are now closed. I just oh, keep Jesus, looking at it. What a bummer. I know, sorry. <laughs> That's on me. <laughs> no, I, uh, it is a thing. Yeah, it is. It is a thing more so in other towns I've been to. Oh, really? In, in Austin, it was kind of staggering and bummed me out because oh. I went to all my favorite areas and it was entire blocks, especially around UT campus. Everything was closed, including the stress test Scientology area. Oh my God. Yeah, everything, everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, it's just a, we're in a kind of a time of change. And so I try not to, I try to think of it like that, like all the things that are going on right now that are so stressful and upsetting and you know, that we're looking at on social media and it's everything you look at is a worse thing, but it's also a time of change. So it's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to freak out or whatever. I just want to go be like, okay, that makes sense because it's no one can afford to have a brick and mortar business. Many people can't afford it the way they used to be able to. Now they just have to be an online business and it works better for people. Yeah. It, uh, <clears throat> a better way, even a more positive way of looking at it is everyone's discovered you don't need a brick and mortar business. Right. It's just like, why are we paying rent? Yeah. We could be boxing these up in our kitchen. Right. And then there's a bunch of people who realize that and they're like, I'm going to box this up in my kitchen and I get to start making a ton of money because I'm good at making, you know, natural body oils or what have you, or the yeah. things, all the things I buy on TikTok. And every, every time you feel guilty for using Amazon, which I guess we all should, it's the number one polluter, but it's also where a lot of independent people make all their sales right so keep that in mind true i mean i'm sure amazon takes a big chunk of it which brings it back to the part of it being a problem but here There's many problems with do you amazon. want to have a contest who can bum be more bummer yeah 
Let's do, let's do. You know I'll win it, because in every mailbox there'll be a head with a knife in it. See, I promised I wouldn't rap Ghetto Boys lyrics. <laughs> That's from the Joe DeRosa episode long ago. Oh, wow. Remember, you guys talked all about this. I gotta start listening to more hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm talking about the same stuff I was back then, and he has gone and become a sandwich tycoon. He's a fucking sandwich tycoon. That he is. He pivoted. I know. I just, here's the funniest thing. So Joe DeRosa, friend of the podcast and in real life, which is podcasts are real life, sorry to tell you, but uh, he moved back to New York from Los Angeles, and I hadn't talked to him for a really long time. And then it bummed me out because I was like, oh, is this intentional on his part? Like, is he mad at me for some reason? Yeah, that's what we all think. Right? When and really, we need to be comforted by the fact that no one else is thinking of anyone but themselves. Yeah, true. Yeah. He, and Joe's thinking <laughs> nice of himself friend. and sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> but, I, but I really was like, oh, no, did I? Whatever. The thing we all do. Yes. I often, and I mean often, get texts from people, men, who don't say, hey, it's me, Joe, and then say their message. They just go, I was at this concert. It made me think of you, blah, blah, blah. Text me back, whatever. And I do not text any of them back because I don't know who they are. Yeah. And I it's like, if you're not in my current phone, there might be a reason, and I'm right. not falling for this. And also, you're the kind of person that wouldn't put your name into a text, and we haven't talked for a while. And for me, just so everyone knows, there's no rhyme or reason. There are some very important people in my life that I need to talk to every day. And I still haven't recorded their name into my phone because I'm getting these frequent texts. So I just get lazy about it. And it's like, well, well, we'll be corresponding tomorrow and the next night in a year or so. so Wait a why, second. Why record there? You. Mm -hmm. You're basically, hey, give me them digits. And begin a relationship of some sort. And oh, that's, that's never your, my idea. It's your prep. Well, what I'm saying <laughs> is you put a phone number into your phone and never put a name in. No. Never no. put a name in. The information in. keeps coming. <laughs> in the You're doing everything from memory? Right. Well, when I see them in person, I'll be like, hey, you, good to see you. Because, of course, I don't know their name. <laughs> but on my phone, to me, they're 310587, <laughs> et cetera. Two, four. <laughs> so, you know, I, if, if anything, no, I, I know I them, I know them twice as well as other people. No, this is the weirdest. Hold on. This is a second chain piece for you. Yeah. Now I have to think of another one. Yeah. I am very lazy about, oh, the shame. <laughs> I'm very lazy about recording people's names in my phone. I'm sorry. I don't enjoy paperwork. Hold on. There's no recording and there's no paper. It's one of the easier things oh, we you can do. Fly. It's still hard for me. You <laughs> type in the number. It's like, where's that plus sign? So I can add a number. I always mess up and I'm like, well, let me just send you a text. I have to put my strawberry vape pen down, so uh, this is too hard. God, why did I buy a two-handed vape? <laughs> why Hold it in your teeth like the penguin, like the, every other vapor. Yeah, the vape I have at home is just like an alto sax. <laughs> it's so big and vapey yeah. and filled with carcinogens. No, come on. It's just fruit flavors. <laughs> Fruit's good for you. It's fruit. <laughs> Do you think you could have done a better job drawing tacos on the side of that taco truck? Yes um, or no? Be let honest. Let me look. Uh, you know, I they aren't bad. I can just tell that all those ingredients, it's clip art. Oh. So some of the tacos, like that, that quesadilla is pretty good. I like that it's woodcut line art. Mm -hmm. But then the other one, you see the quesadilla next, or the tacos next to it, it's more like stipple. And then the, we got some cross hatching. It's a mess. <laughs> I don't like it when there's a bunch of illustrations and it's like clearly different people did them all. Oh, yeah. Or they went to different books or clip art things. Exactly. I see. Yeah. It's not stylistically uniform. No, it's got to be uniform in style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I'm glad you brought that up, actually. It would have bothered me had we not mentioned it. Yeah. Oh, those you tacos mean... don't match that quesadilla. <laughs> Keep talking about phone numbers. Don't get sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how were your shows in Fort Collins and whatnot? I, thank you for asking. You're welcome. So 
fun. I felt uh, I finally gotten a grasp on this new feeling of being super nervous before shows. Yeah. Until I get that first laugh, and then I just am in control of things because my brain works a little better. So I feel yes. like my stand up's more fun. People enjoy. Th- I have a joke now where I just talk about my stand up's a little like jazz music. A lot of it's terrible. <laughs> and that's just, and then I get to go like, <laughs> and then everyone in the crowd usually yells, mouth horn. Oh. And it makes my me, God. I almost cry. I want to cry. Well, I know why they're coming to see me, but it's just a moment that is reminding me all at once in countable oh. voices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I also didn't realize we had that many listeners. <laughs> I I always forget. If you and I'm not going to ask you again to start doing stand up because uh, I know it's it's not like oh yeah I'll just do it. Mm. But if you did, it would be a life force for you to realize. Just to because I keep forgetting, and then I go back out, and it's all these people. I'm like oh yeah. People, it's just, I don't get those reminders in town. I don't get them for some reason. A little bit here and there. Right. Well, and no one's going to, a group of people aren't going to yell mouth horn at you at, at, like, at the improv. Mm-mm. Sorry to say. No, but it, it's it's been amazing. And the af- oh, afterwards, hanging out and talking for at least an hour. Nice. Because I sell my little posters and I'm like, just come say hi. And everyone buys a poster whether they want one or not. And they're <laughs> so nice. And I'm again, I've been getting the Starbucks cards. I did. I just want you to know that these people are coming. I, I love it. I do always think like, wow, Karen needs a taste of this. I do. Medicine because it is amazing. So it's been great. And uh yeah, I, I didn't plan this last trip very well. I got the cheapest flight because I did, you know, it was it was fun gigs. It wasn't like, uh, you know, I do some big money gigs, corporates, <laughs> boats. But we, we've this, heard the golf tournaments yeah, that sure, you cheated and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I do these. I do the, you know, the Christmas party for Halliburton. But <laughs> this, this uh, you know, I was hanging out. I had like a nine-hour layover that required me to be in the... Oh. Las Vegas airport. No. Hey, were you wondering if there's food ground into the carpet from four years ago? <laughs> you will, you'll know once you go to the Las Vegas airport, Terminal A, uh, where I saw one fight. I saw pretty Oof. much everyone Fist was fight? drunk. Oh, yeah. What? Fists were thrown. No one broke it up. And of course, Flavor Flav was there. <laughs> Why wouldn't Flavor Flav just be in the airport being clawed at by people? And he was very nice to everyone. He'd, he'd like go, uh, roll his eyes and then turn around and go, yeah, boy, and, and take a <laughs> selfie. And then, and just so many bedazzled pockets of true religion jeans, which yes. I'm not being classist or anything, because those are expensive jeans. You're reporting the facts simply. The, the tr- with the flap on them, those yeah. back pockets with the, with yeah. the cowboy cut flap. Yeah. And bedazz and gems. Just tons of ass jams. But which I have to say, if you're sitting in front of the old one-armed bandit for seven hours, which is why you're in Las Vegas, you could pick a more comfortable pants. The killer from the fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> you're just sitting in front of that actor the whole time. I didn't really- curl my wife. <laughs> How was that? That's Harrison. I didn't Ford. curl my wife. It's Harrison Ford. It's not the one-armed bandit. Uh, yeah, but the one-armed bandit killed my wife. I hate snakes. How's that? It's really good. Thanks. Yeah, I do some. It's the same. It's my John Ham. You just have to go low. Oh. Um, What's but, a John Ham? Can we just get a taster? I have a huge dick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've uh, uh, reportedly, apparently, purportedly of, of, of acting. He's the Huey Lewis of famous wieners. <laughs> I think didn't Doug Benson have a joke about Huey Lewis's dick at that one part of um the movie Shortcuts? Huey Lewis is in it and he's standing on the like side and he pulls his dick out to pee and it's just this gigantic dick. Oh, he actually saw it? It's in the movie. Oh, okay. I think it is common knowledge, and if it is, and uh April Richardson will remind you that Huey Lewis uh, that's the news. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's got a big old uh, meat cannon, as I wish I hadn't just said. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, Wait, what did you do for Halloween? I did nothing. I was, uh, uh, well... In Las Vegas airport? I was not feeling well when I got home. And one of my layovers waiting for a uh, shuttle from downtown or Union Station in Denver, I passed, I had five hours I needed to pass before I got, oh, that person's just going to keep, not. wow, I, I know you have a toothache, but stop oh. it. She had a bandage around <laughs> it was her, her mask. Yeah, it was her toothache. Or, <laughs> she uh, had an old uh, piece <laughs> of gauze wrapped around her head. Yeah. It was a it 1930s could be a Halloween toothache. costume. When I did get on the shuttle, there was a man with a sharpened stick with, I hope, fake blood on it. Oh, uh, what? And, yeah, he, what was it he was a large, be? I guess, Buffy the Vampire Slayer or a real-life murderer. But <laughs> he had a sharpened stick. Or a seal hunter. <laughs> yes. Hey, get off my abalone, pal. <laughs> That's Chris. <laughs> That's my costume. I didn't. I brought stuff to be Robert Smith from The Cure. Oh. But I didn't. I decided I just wanted to do stand up and not. Get I, I did some plastic. Plastic. <laughs> some plastic. Sorry, do we? <laughs> I did some pra practice sets at a regular uh, club where. Uh, there was no diner sores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's Christian? <laughs> was it, they, and they don't celebrate Halloween? Right, right. Oh. So, yeah, none of the heathens that listen to our podcast were there. <laughs> yep. It was just regular folk. And I need to keep doing that because I don't want to... It, 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 it makes me try a little harder when yes. it's just a bunch of grumpy dads. Yes. So I did a couple of grumpy dad sets and <laughs> the, like, the... MC at those shows spent so much time. The first night he was the Joker and he put a lot of work into his makeup. The next night it, he was Freddy Krueger and his daughter had done all this face makeup and the audience was like mad or something. They didn't, <laughs> they wanted him to be the comedian, yes. not the well, and because he was like, I don't know why I'm having weird sets. And it's like, because you're a scary monster right yes, now. Yes, you're a scary monster that's that's like, anyway. So anyways, what else is in the news? Where it's like, yeah. well, I guess what's in the news, Freddy Krueger, is that you died in the boiler room um, and local kids are the ones that killed you and now you're getting your yeah, revenge. They couldn't get the plot from those movies out of their heads. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'd love to enjoy your jokes, but you killed all the counselors and the campers. You pulled jo beautiful young Johnny Depp down through a mattress. I'll never forget it when I first saw it. Oh, yeah, that was Johnny Depp. Yes, Pre-21 Jump Street? Yes! Early, one of his first gigs. Pre-Greco? My friend Jennifer Gearing, my dear, beautiful lifelong friend Jennifer Gearing, who we spent... Our parents were friends, so she was like... She was, my sister got to invite a friend every time we went somewhere and I automatically got Jennifer Gearing and I was always like, well, I mean, she's the one I would pick anyway, but it's, I always just wanted the choice, but I would pick Jennifer anyway, because she was the funniest, most fun person of all time. Oh, she called me because it was her birthday. I was going to her house for her birthday and she goes, I got this movie, Karen. You are not going to believe this guy, this guy in it. Like you're not going to believe your eyes. And then. We put the movie in, we're watching it, and he comes on screen, and we were like, and we couldn't believe our eyes. Just Johnny Depp as an extra? Just, well, he was, he was, yeah, he was the first to die, so he was like a minor player in that movie. He was the Drew Barrymore of that movie. Yeah, exactly. I don't know first, actually. There's horror fans that'll be like, what the fuck? He yeah, was the third he was to third. die. That's the last episode of Do You Need a Ride <laughs> I Listen To. Uh, wow, I guess I need to, I've never really watched, you know, I'm a dream warrior guy. What you, huh? Third in the franchise. That's <laughs> okay. the only, that's the only uh, nightmare. Seriously. Yeah, that was interesting. She was moseying across that fucking street. Yeah, what are you, John Wayne? I, I get that your skirt looks like a picnic blanket. Yeah. But get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, go, go chase some ants with your watermelon wedge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a picnic yeah, uh, yeah. So I, uh, uh, I forgot where we were, but uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Dream Warrior. Dream Warrior. Franchise. F franchise. <laughs> there we have it. Done. In, and done. Yeah, next subject. We're over. I um, 
waiting for the shuttle I to pass the time at a non-alcoholic beer and I ordered a scotch egg, something that I had <laughs> once at the Village Idiot mm -hmm. uh, Melrose and it's so delicious. You know, I'm not a huge meathead, but uh, it is a meat encapsuled uh, hard-boiled egg yep. that is then fried. Yeah. So, of course, it's good. And I yeah. was feeling like I needed some comfort. I didn't have my vape. <laughs> and I bit into it, and it was flavorless in a way where I was like, okay, this is not cooked, I don't think. Oh, um, so I didn't finish it and I didn't think about it. And I had a great show that night and I had a beautiful hotel in Fort Collins, the Armstrong. It was haunted and I don't need to know that, by the way, because I actually didn't sleep very well because every little knock in the night I thought was Emily. I looked her up online, the ghost oh. was named Emily. Anyway, at checkout the next day, 11 o'clock, that is right when food poisoning hit me. Oh. And I... You have buried the lead this entire episode, I, Chris. You know, you know me. I wish I was a doctor. If, if <laughs> I, I've been holding this uh, vomit and diarrhea story, <laughs> and the details are now going to flow. <laughs> I, it's just, I was in such a... And I called the front desk, and they understood right away. They were so sweet. I'm like, hi, I am getting packing. I'm uh, needing to check out of the room, but... I had a scotch egg yesterday, and I know it wasn't cooked, and I'm experiencing, uh, I believe, food poisoning. And they're like, oh, no, you need to be near a bathroom at all times. Yep. They knew right away. Yes. Um, but I still Thank had God. to check out of my room. Yeah. They gave me an extra hour, and I did as much as I could in that time. But then <laughs> I uh, was just kind of wandering the winter streets of no. Fort Collins, no. visiting each sidewalk tree. <laughs> Barfing. Yeah, well, be thankful it wasn't double duty. <laughs> yes, I, oh, I was in trouble. And then I, uh, I called David uh, Rodriguez, the, the uh, and uh, the guy that runs the club comedy fort, and he let. He said, "There's a key in the back." Uh, oh. And I went in, and I. You know, because I had a shuttle, I had my flight. It was like, I do not have time for this. Yeah. This is the worst. I Do I have to stay an extra night and miss my flight? Like Did it you? Was, no, I managed to pull it off. And everywhere, I just was like, every time there was a restroom, whether I, it was an emergency or not, I just, I was, I was sick, you know. Right. We all get sick. It's, I'm not being dirty. Well, no, no. Food poisoning, I love talking about food poisoning because it's happened to me, I believe, twice. But the most recent time it's happened, it happened. Wait, I think it's only happened once. Is it happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind if I barf into this side this side pocket in my car? Um, it was the idea of it, like, it was so consistent barfing and shitting right. for almost 48 hours that I was like, this is getting dangerous. Yeah. I had to look up where I should know this has to be now a medical issue at the hospital. Right. Because it was, it wouldn't stop. It was so crazy. I would take little tiny sips of water. Yep. Five, four minutes later, I'm back up. It was insanity. Yeah. This, this, so this was on Monday that I was coming back. My shows was, uh, my show was on Sunday at Fort Collins. So, uh, yesterday I was pretty worthless. I don't feel amazing right now, but I did not eat at all for 24 hours. It yeah. was out of the question. Right. Yogurt, saltines, none of it. No way. No. So I just, I just, uh, muscled through. But, uh, in the past when I've had food poisoning, that's why I'm I'm not entirely sure. Well, I did have it. I just didn't eat that whole scotch egg. It was two eggs cut in half. It would have been two eggs. I just bit one. I'm like, that's not cooked. I'm not going to eat that. Had I gone through all of them, I would have also had incredible abdominal sharp pain. But I didn't have that. I just, it was kind of a weird fun version where I actually <laughs> felt okay physically. I was joking about it. I was smiling and waving at people as I publicly vomited. Uh, it was like, I, it's a, it was as fun a version of it 
as as possible. It wasn't the fetal position for three days. I mean, it's about the friends you make along the way with food poisoning, I feel like. I, I've never felt so social. It was such a weird <laughs> timing. <laughs> I gotta share yes. this with everyone. You were being forced to share it with everyone. Mm-hmm. How, how vulnerable is it when you're just uncontrollably, uncontrollably puking on the streets of Fort yeah. Collins? It's weird how when your orifices are open, so is your heart. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Listener, if you saw Chris barfing in Fort Collins, please write in and let yeah. us just describe it to us in it detail. Was, it was in Old Town. I was wearing a uh, 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 Pendleton. Uh, you saw me. I was the only guy. <laughs> I was the only guy with luggage also. Mm. And it was cold. There was just no... Normally, you go to a park and just deal with it. But it was it was all the way winter. So That's truly terrible. Uh, thank but, you. Thank you, David, at Comedy for it for letting me... He wasn't even there. He let me go in. David. And then it was hilarious because I'm like, okay, I have to get my shuttle. He's like, oh, that's good because the mayor and some reporters are coming now. (laughs) They're doing like an expose on the... Not an expose, but a... On Scotch eggs? uh, Yes, in their (laughs) aftermath. I'm like, I'd be a perfect interview for this, but I got to catch a plane. You'd be like, you're Air Force Army! The the mayor's about to do the ribbon-cutting ceremony, and I just puke (laughs) on the scissors. Sorry! (laughs) Horrifying. Yeah, it it was awful. Just the timing was... It was so bad that it was kind of funny. Yeah, Like, how is this happening at... At 11, it hit me. And it was a nice hotel, so checkout was at 11. And they're like, you can have an hour. Yeah. It's just like, do you understand how food poisoning works? She uh, Actually, they were nice at the Armstrong. Okay. They were like, okay, sorry. at 12, check back in with us. But I, did, I was like, I'm feeling okay. And I went down to the lobby, and then I'm like, no, I'm not. And they brought me seven up. Oh, and nice. she got me a water, and they kept checking on me. They and really they yelled sweet. mouth horn at you? Uh, no, no. It was just the kindness of strangers. Mm. Yeah. The old fashioned, they don't, they just thought I was a businessman. <laughs> That's because you, you save your dockers for being, when you're on the road, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, if I got a flight, got to put on the pleated fronts. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see, uh, I saw the picture of you at the tattoo coffee place where that has the Fairbanks now. Oh, I I have to give you your sweatshirt. Yeah, you. That's super sweet. They gave me a sweatshirt to give you. You withhold all my gifts. I have it. I have it, and I will not hold it hostage <laughs> like your Forty ers gear. Wait, um, <laughs> I still haven't given that to my dad, by the way. So I'm oh, no. equally guilty. Well, uh, it is hard. It is. I. It is in my car. I will give it to you right as we wrap. But are you saying they gave you a sweatshirt to give to me or you just have one of my old sweatshirts? Oh, no, no. No, they said, here's your sweatshirt. Here is also Karen's. Oh, and what then, does it look like? I'm so excited. It's the one I'm wearing in that photo. It's It's got a uh, Pegasus. Yes. Uh, that is also a unicorn. I don't know what those are called. The Pegacorn? A Pegacorn. And, uh, you know, it just looks like kind of a cool glam like heavy metal super it's a super sweet tattoo and it's got the very cool illustration and uh it's just your size that's great and uh, i'm thank you thank you super not you super sweet tattoo (laughs) well you're welcome (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) order of my gifts yes it's been my pleasure karen (laughs) If I left the house, I would get gifts, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. uh, And I just didn't know they said if we did a drink for Karen, would it be a mocha latte? And I'm like, that sounds right. Yeah. But you know me. When we're in those drive-thrus, I just think of my own orders. You're just like, what's my order? But we have to, maybe for an episode, go to Super Sweet Tattoo and Coffee. And yeah. go in, get some drinks, and get some ink done. Yeah. Should I'm we get gonna, matching I'm, diner? Put the uh, tattoos? I, I'm not stamps? afraid. I don't even care anymore. I'll get a dinosaur <laughs> on my elbow or something. I'll do it. I like little, tiny. I'm a big fan of little, like that uh, uh, Feb, uh, Friday the 13th, like 
flash art day where they were doing the, it was like a party there mm. I was out of town but uh, the little tiny tattoos I like how they look yes yeah. I like people's tattoos these days I think for me it doesn't make a ton of it's too late for me I think That's although they I, could or is it the exact right time or is it perfect <laughs> as I'm in my mid fucking 50s but I could get my salmon tattoo fixed because I have a tramp stamp that's a salmon that is just the weirdest, dumbest alcoholic Karen, thing I've ever done. Karen, it's a lower back <laughs> art piece. <laughs> but, uh, the, yeah, I know what you're saying. At the time you got it, you were a tramp. I feel or like... Or <laughs> you could get the exact same tattoo I have, and then I don't have to do anything, and you have to do it. It'd be funny if I got a fish <laughs> on my lower back. Just a nice salmon. Just I, a, I I think I I do want to get something there. I I figure why not now? If we had gotten these tattoos when we were younger, right now they'd be all faded. Yeah, mine's kind of faded. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Time to get sure. doctored up. I was gonna turn my band aid back into a band aid and not a corn dog severed <laughs> penis. So <laughs> just fill it with some pink and lay on some black lines. And then that's what then? Uh, not a severed penis? No, it'll be back to being a band aid. Yeah. Okay. The original purpose. <laughs> I, I always like that idea. It is a, a good idea. Tattoos of band-aids on my knees and elbows. Yeah. Because, you know, skateboarding and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just kind of random. An, an objet. Just something to stick on your... Yeah. It that. is kind of arbitrary. It could be anything, really. But, uh, yeah, we'll get tattoos. It's what we'll do. Okay. Or It'll we'll go a... there and you can do whatever you want. And I'll do whatever I want. Right. Right. Probably. Yeah. I, I mean, the idea of having a drink. We can just after, meet there and go our separate directions. And not talk. And yeah. we will not be recording. And we'll, it'll be like we're in a fight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I like that. Yeah. That's fun. It'll be a very special episode. <laughs> <laughs> And then it'll be the lost episode because we didn't record it. Oh, those days are over. <clears throat> oh, my God. Sorry, I didn't. That wasn't supposed to be a joke against you at all. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it was. I it swear it wasn't. It wasn't taken as one. Okay, good. It was a odd, glitchy act. I, I, I swear nothing was done wrong. It was just haunted that day. It was haunted in a way that you and I in our moderate podcast experience had never even heard before where it was right. like, it was kind of ghosty where it's like, it's you and me and Tig having the greatest conversation ever, but underwater moved to tears. Yeah. Or like with radio static behind it. Yeah. It was like, huh? It was bizarre because it would start to sound normal and then voices would slow down and get pixelated. If you could imagine what a pixel sounds like. And Squares. Uh, yeah, just but like actually it sounded like it was possessed. Wait a second. Mm -hmm. Let's ask our engineer slash producer, mostly producer, but Annalise, what do you think happened? Yes. If that's I, the sound. I, my explanation for things like that is usually your drive, your card, your SD card is probably too full. Because a oh. lot of weird things starts to happen. That's why I always recommend, like, if you're at 10 hours left, this is a very interesting podcast. Like, the producer in me is dying. I love it. Um, Inside baseball. But if I always say, like, if you're at 10 hours left on your card, reset it because some weird stuff starts to happen when you get closer to Right. Zero. I didn't know that. That's why, because I, Annalise will tell me that, well, when we were doing it on Zoom. And then I'll be like, I'm down to three hours. No one can tell me what to do. And I just thought you meant it like we're going to run out of time. But right. I didn't realize I could actually be fucking up the recording. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. No. And back then, I also was doing a lot of, uh, you know, whoops, I just pull it out without uh, throwing it in the trash and ejecting all that. Sorry. Welcome to Tech Talk. I mean, guys, podcasting is hard. Sorry to tell you. Yeah. And for years, we treated it like it was easy. <laughs> you can't treat hard things like they're easy. And expect to get every single episode. Yeah. So that's the story. I'm glad I got that food poisoning off my chest. I'm kind of... And out of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I think I'm the one, <laughs> you become one. Yep. A dirty, dirty bird. <laughs> 
I, I really took, when I got food poisoning, I took it personally because it was, I ate a, it was a Chinese chicken salad, but it was not made with lettuce. It was made with cabbage, which in and of itself is gross. And so I ingested a bunch of E. coli basically on this cabbage. I can't like when something is like with, with coleslaw, I'm like, Ooh, and this happened, um, easily 15 years ago. Right. And it's still that thing of like, when you're in a violent barfing situation, yeah. you don't forget it. No, don't and I will it. forever blame the Scotch eggs, eggs in general, and the Scottish people. Yes. And I, uh, you know, much like the time I got so, should have been in a hospital hungover, it was something called Southern Comfort, which I've never been able to even smell. Oh, that drink? Yo, oh, that's not even a drink. Yeah. It's a it's, bathroom cleanser. It's syrup. It is syrupy uh, cleanser. And I still, I still remember what it tastes like. This guy wanted to fight me uh, and after was the that bars. Guy you? And was, no, this was, uh, no, this wasn't one of those many, many times I punched a mirror and said, I don't like the looky cut of your jib, asshole. Wait, that's me. Too late. Too late. My hand's cut. <laughs> Uh, no, this was a dude that was, uh, later became an acquaintance, but this night he had a problem with me just cause I was there and I didn't have an outlet. So I was being, uh, sarcastic and rude. Mm -hmm. And that's um, what Southern comfort's all about. And then instead of we got, the fight was broken up. Uh, it was just a pushing thing. I went to an after party and wouldn't you know, in the living room was this same exact guy oh, we were shit. the only people and so rather than fight he handed me this bottle of southern comfort and we drank it out. Oh, and i did shit. not know that what i was drinking i was a young man it was like 90 proof yeah and i got i should have been in a hospital i was sick for many days it was a um terrible experience yeah that guy he passed away oh eh, you know most of my stories you either gotta end with a laugh or end with a sad. Or drive it directly <laughs> down into the That's ground. That's right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's important. I'm not just going to leave a story idling. No. Mm -mm. Let's not stay neutral and certainly let's not, let's not relieve anybody's previous sadness. Yes. Let's remind them there's more sadness in the world. Maybe yes. that's, maybe people hearing that will go, hey, at least I am not dead. Right. Yeah. It's, it's important to give people those little tests. Yeah. Quick reminder, we're all alive. We're very lucky to be alive. Let's talk about the passing of Matthew Perry. I, oh, no. I, no, I've done it again. <laughs> I just really, I uh, realized how much, I don't think you know how much, I didn't have a picture of him on my wall when I lived in Bend, Oregon. But Sounds did, like you did, the way you said that. I had that. a picture of Jennifer Aniston on my wall. Oh, okay. I was way into Friends. It was at a point where I was young enough to like not care as much about Seinfeld, which I think came on right after or right before. Right. The same Thursday night. Mm -hmm. But all the snowboarders uh, in our little group would come over and we had a Friends night. Oh. And we were very invested in the first couple seasons. It was great Before TV. Ross and Rachel got together. And... I often, I'm not bragging, but a lot of people thought I was a Chandler type. Oh. The sarcasm and the, I really, I liked. I the thought. gesturing you're doing right and now? Yes, exactly. <laughs> he, this is such a bing thing. That guy's famous from TikTok. That he got is? Out, that got out of that Bentley, yes. You really have a problem. I know, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, but all the, all the interviews with him and stuff lately that have been surfacing, I realized how goddamn funny he was. Oh my God, amazingly funny. Really, f like, uh, conversationally hilarious. Sharp as a tack. Also, um, he, he was a child actor. Thank you, sir. Appreciate really? it. Um, he was, yes, he was a child actor. He was on a show called Just the Ten of Us as just as a, like, it, Just the Ten of Us was like a guy that was a coach at a high school that had 10 children and so each child was a different personality and it was one of those syndicated shows like small wonder oh wow and um my, when my sister and i watched those kinds of shows on the weekend we like literally were like if anyone was good or above average we would like memorize we'd look their names up or look you know what wait for their names in the credits blah 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 
back when IMDb, you had to go to the library and look at the book. It's fucking, <laughs> you either, you got the credits and if you miss them, you'd never see it again and you'd never know their name. Right. But Matthew Perry was like a boy that one of the girls on that show liked for one episode. And we were like, that guy. And so when later on, when he was on Friends and just like so gigantic, my sister actually is the one that's really good at that. She called George Clooney. She called Ellen DeGeneres. She called Matthew Perry. Like we would watch like this Like that guy's got the goods. Yes. Oh, wow. It was, and you kind of could tell, like that is that, you know, star quality thing. And he had it when he was like 13 years old. Do you remember? Uh, Jason Bateman. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Jason, I mean, that he was. Uh, we loved him yeah. so much and still do. Yeah. And I love Justine. Uh, <laughs> the there was a show called Misfits of Science, I think. Yep. And Courtney Cox was on it. Like yep. someone was able to get small. I can't remember what all their powers were. Yep. I remember that show. Yeah. I because I first saw her after that in like Ace Ventura. But. She was on that show. A lot yeah. of people. So type that into your Hulu and pay $4.99 an episode. <laughs> Misfits of science. Let's <laughs> check and see if it's good. I wonder if it, well, that would be like young adult type of show, right? Yeah, that, it's that's definitely it's, YA. Yeah. Interesting. We watched a movie last night because it was uh, Halloween. So me and the great Zach Noe Towers has been on this podcast with us. We watched a movie from 2007 called Trick or Treat which was like an anthology. Uh-huh. So it's like little creepy stories. Leslie Bibb gets murdered right in the beginning, which we were like, what? Why would she be immediately dead? She's like a star. And then all these people, Anna Paquin was in it. Brian Cox from Succession was in it. Oh, wow. And like each individual story, it was um, really good. Wait, why am I telling this story? Now I Because if you get killed in the middle of, or at the very beginning of an 80s horror movie, apparently it means you're going to be a superstar later. Oh, right. Except for this was from 2007. Oh, my point was... Oh, okay. 2007, the shit they were saying and the shit they were doing is like, just now that we have a little, we have a little time, a little time has passed between like when people started going, hey, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't say the R word. You should be nicer. You should not, just because a person is different should doesn't mean they should get s- stabbed and everyone makes fun of them, right. whatever. Be a better joke writer. Exactly. Be a little more creative and pick on the bully, not the not the kid being picked on right. or whatever. I'm doing it with my stand-up even. It's a good thing. Yes, it's important. Yeah. Well, you've always done that. I mean, like your stand-up is not, you would never punch down. I don't, yeah. can't imagine that you'd ever do that. But in this movie, it was only 2007. I've always been middle common denominator. That's uh, right. Not lowest. You're not, you're certainly <laughs> not going out there and signing petitions for anybody, but you're also exactly. not being a douchebag. Exactly. Right in the middle. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in this movie, I was just like, now the time has passed. It's right that everybody was too PC. All the whole movement and the way people are like, that's, we're being, you know, like censored or whatever. It's like, no, 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 we're evolving. And this movie was proof. Like, it was scary and good in parts, but then there was other parts where I was like, they picked on this girl who clearly was on the spectrum and they were so mean to her where I was like, why are they doing this? Like, what, it was like extra horror in the horror movie where it's just like, what, why would you bully this girl in this extreme and i mean it's a horror movie but right it was insane for that piece yeah it's amazing that you only have to go back to uh, i mean even more recent but 2007 it was the wild west for being offended yeah yeah and for and for like being kind of gross and toxic in a way that just was like yeah that's comedy and it's like no it's not or yeah that's it's a horror movie and it's like and anyway, I don't even know my point anymore. No, it comes up a lot. And if something is like that these days, I, without fail, I'll look up when it was written and it, it's a script that's been laying around for 10 years. Yeah. You right. can tell when something, oh, uh, you know what? Especially in the last few years where they're like, well, let's just make this because we have to come up with content. Yeah. Because of, you know covid and then also the strike a lot of stuff is uh, outdated material that suddenly got recently produced and it's like nope should have done a read through yeah 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 for real you should have done like a gen z test of like hey would you enjoy this in any way so that they could be like what are you talking about yeah that sucks yeah let's have a meeting 
Okay, well, well, we're back at your house. Well, that was a good one. It was. We Oh, God, we were, especially in the middle, we really uh, were on firing on all cylinders. It felt like the old days. I, I mean, I feel like it's it started strong, too. So it was like strong, strong, and then kind of great at the end. Yeah, yeah. We made some good points. Yeah. And I always know it's a good episode when I'm drenched with sweat, as I am. <laughs> that might just be residual scotch egg poisoning <laughs> <laughs> oh boy well that was fun let's keep doing this podcast yep i mean next week not now oh okay you've been listening <laughs> to do you need a ride d-y-n-a-r yeah i don't want to upset my neighbors this has been an exactly right production Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dinar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.